Peace. Thank you so much for showing up for the eighth episode of the Trust the Process podcast. I'm so grateful for your presence. If you are watching us on YouTube, I invite you to join the conversation in the comments or in the live chat and just share where you are in your journey and where you are tuning in from. If you're listening on the audio experience, you can always write us a review and just let us know where you're checking in from, but also make sure that's a five-star review for this Trust the Process podcast. I would truly appreciate the support. Tonight, I have an exciting, exciting panel of guests with you with me tonight to share insights about their journey. And I'm so excited to bring them to you all, right? So without further ado, let me introduce Desiree. Hi. Kelly and Brittany. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. So excited for you to be here. So I want to go around first and ask each of you to answer um, three questions. Where you're located, how long you've had your locks, and how long do you plan to keep your locks? Desiree, we'll start with you first. Okay, so I'm from Connecticut, born and raised in New Jersey. I've had my locks going on three months, so I'm a baby. Just new, okay. And this is it for me. This is it. No, no, no turning back. I love that. (laughs) Okay, Kelly, how about you? Um, I have had mine. um, It was two years on Valentine's Day, and I am from Michigan, uh, cold Michigan, waiting on a snowstorm. And as long as I don't have any problems, I plan to keep them. Nice. Final set. I love it. All right. And Brittany, where are you tuning in from? Um, I am from Georgia. I am um, originally born and raised in Gary, Indiana, where the Jackson family is from. Um, (laughs) And um, this is actually my second set of locks. Um, I have had them for a little over a year now, and I plan on keeping them. I love that. So it sounds like everyone has plans to keep this set of locks. So I have to ask, what was the catalyst or reason for you starting this journey that you're on right now? Brittany, you want to go first? Oh, okay, sure. Um, so for this set of locks, um, I have micro locks. And um, what started me on this journey, I guess, is mainly I don't like doing my hair. I'm just being honest. Like I'm very low maintenance when it comes to my hair, when it comes to like dressing up and stuff like, you know, fashion, I'm all for that. But when it comes to my hair, I'm like, you know, I need something like easy, breezy, beautiful. Get and go. Thing. Right. Yes. And um, when I had my first set of locks, you know, that's what it was. So, but I'm sure we'll get into my first set of locks talk later. But this set, it was mainly because I was just, I was just done. And I was like, no, nah, I need to go back to what I know. So, right. What yeah. kept it easy and simple. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly, what about you? What brought you to the lock journey? Oh, I, I wanted them for a really long time. I have been loose natural for years and years. And it was actually my sister who was like, you should get lots. But when you look into the cost, it's very, 
cost, it's, it's costly. I'm not the person that does my own uh, do it yourself is that's a good thing, but that's not me. But a friend of mine um, who was getting into doing locks, um, she had started them all types of ways, but I had been wearing two strand twists for about five years and she wanted to start them with two strand twists. And because I was a practice person, she installed mine for me. Nice. And so that I was like, yes, it must be time. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And so that is what made the time that I got them the best time to get them. Truly. And do you have you have micro locks as well? I do. Correct? Yes. Nice. And Desiree, what made you start locks the three months ago, beginning of 2023? Or was it the end of 2022? So December 29th. Okay. So I didn't want it to be a New Year's resolution, but I wanted it to be new. Truly. I think it was more or less, I was, I did growing up, you know, the perms, the, you know, the relaxers, the hot comb, the weaves, the crochet, the sew-ins, the twist outs. And I was like, really? And then I went on vacation and I saw this lady and she got on the elevator and she had like all gray locks and I was just in awe. And she was like, I'm telling you. So I did my research and I was like, it's really a sisterhood. And I was like, I'm gonna take this journey because why conform to them when I can be me? Yeah. And there it is. And embrace your own hair. I love that. And you know, last 26 years, I've been in corporate America, HR, playing the part. And I was just, it's all about me right now. Yeah. So have you gotten any feedback? Have you gotten any feedback being in HR, being in corporate about your hair? So I'll get a lot of, did you cut your hair? And I know they want to ask other questions and I'm like, no. And they don't ask anything else. So I just, okay. Or, you know, they're just like, oh, is that your hair? I'm like, whose hair would it be? Ask the question. But they won't ask the question, so I won't give the answer. And I'm enjoying it. And then a lot of people are just like, oh, that's beautiful. That's nice. You know, and I'm just really glad that I did it. I love that. And you embrace, you embrace, you know, where people are complimenting you for your hair. Kelly, um, what, uh, what industry are you in? Um, I'm a teacher. You're a teacher. So are you in um, lower uh, elementary type settings or higher education? This is my first year of high school. Um, But um, prior to that, uh, about. 12 years middle school and the school. school that I came from, we were an African centered school. So okay. there was lots of whatever with the hair. So it it's embraced. So it's embraced the, at the middle school, but how about high school? Oh, this is a new generation. I, there's so many boys with locks and I think trying to be locks or maybe just I'm not combing my hair free form. So it that's it, not even looked at twice. It, it's it's everywhere. It really is. So it's fully embraced where you are. Yes. That's amazing. In Michigan, have did you did you find that um the acceptance 
was something you considered before you started your journey? Never did. It was for me. Never. Okay. No. I love no. that. And Brittany, how, what kind of feedback have you gotten? This being your second set of locks. Did you have the same feedback the first time versus this time? No. So um, this time it was much more, you know, accepted. Um, I'm in, like I said, Georgia. I'm specifically the Atlanta area. So in Atlanta, everybody locked up. Okay. Yeah. Everybody that's anybody is locked up. So it's like, you know, it's just so widely accepted here. Um, but my first set of locks, I actually started them when I was a junior in high school. And yeah, so that was like a minute. What you doing with your hair? Yeah. yeah but also nobody was yeah. like locking their hair. Nobody was like doing naturals. Um, so like the process to that was, um, I used to, well, me and my sister, we used to perm our hair a lot because we really didn't like have like people to do our hair. So my sister, she's really, she's actually really good at doing hair, but we ain't know what we was doing back then. (laughs) We really ain't know what we was doing. So we was, we were putting relaxers in our hair way too often. Mm. And when I tell you like, all of this over here was bald. All of this, like up in here, was like bald, like chunk, like bald in the like bald. It was bad. And so I was like, I can't keep doing this. So I asked um one of our older friends, whatever she lived in like, an apartment complex with my grandma. And I asked her, I was like, would you um I was like, would you cut my hair? And would you just do like a um a texturizer? Cause like I had been researching like natural styles and my hair, listen, I tell people, you know, I know they say like 4C, I say minus 4E. Okay. <laughs> so <Not> e. <laughs> yes, I listen, I say mine is on that other side. So <laughs> um I was like, you know, trying to research like how to manage natural hair and stuff. So I came across texturizers and I was like, okay, this looks like I can do something with it. And so I asked her um, to take me to get my hair cut because it was like a little beauty school like down the street from us. So she took me. I went ahead and got all my hair cut off, like all the perm. I just straight cut off. Just did it. Big chop. Just did it. Yeah, like big chop. Like, and again, this is back when I'm a junior in high school. Nobody was doing this. Like this was early 2000s, like 2004, 2005. Literally nobody was doing this. So did the big chop. And then she put a texturizer in it to make it look all, you know, cute and curly, like, like curly. curly type of thing. Yeah. And I thought I was flying cute. Did it over the weekend. When I tell you I went back to school, <laughs> them people was like, oh, what did you do to your hair? You, you cut your hair? Oh, it's, it's cute. Question like, mark. Trying to make me feel better. But I already knew. I was like, Lord Jesus. And so, you know, I just was, you know, being my confident self, but literally everywhere I went, everybody was asking me, so why'd you cut your hair? This, 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 that, that, that. Even adults, like not just kids, like adults were like, why'd you go and do that? You know, stuff like that. Or whatever. Like, <laughs> like what yeah. happened? Yeah. Like, what happened? Don't you care about how you look? And I'm like, I look good. Mind your business. <laughs> so anyways, basically went through all of that. Um, I went ahead and grew out my texturizer like this really big, big, big afro. And then my um, stepmother at the time, she went ahead and started my first set of locks for me. She started them um, from two strand twists, but not like with using my natural hair. She used um, weave and she like two strand twisted the weave or whatever. 
And then when my hair grew out to a certain point, and then she just kept locking it. Like she just kept locking it from there. And then yeah. when it grew out to a certain uh length to where it would pretty much, they were like baby locks, but they didn't look so, so, so babyish. Yeah. Um, she went ahead and just took out the weave. And then I just. Yeah, had, lock extensions. Yeah. yeah. And so, and that was again, the early version of that. Cause wasn't nobody doing that either. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she went ahead and took those out. And um, that's how I started my first set of locks. They were just uh, regular traditional locks. They were much bigger than these. I had about a hundred of them um, and I loved it. Like I loved it. And then uh, it got to a point where I just went ahead and started maintaining it myself. Um, not in the best way. Cause I would use beeswax and stuff again. I didn't know what I was doing. Listen, oh, I know, I know, I know beeswax <laughs> is the devil. Okay. Yeah. I know. But I know way. Now, right. I know now, but back then, <laughs> I didn't know, you know, I just knew that I would, you know, and again, like I said, nobody was really doing locks. So it was like this early, you know, evolution of just it. Just learning of it. Yeah. Thing. It would be like beeswax. Um, what's that other the Jamaican? We ain't gonna talk. We ain't, nope, 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 nope. Don't, don't even don't even put that. Honest. Nope. This this alive. We're gonna be honest. I was I'm serious. Jamaican mango lime. Um, what else? The uh locking gel, the real thick, the real thick, thick locking gel. Yeah, it was bad. So let's but, talk about buildup. Did you have buildup in your hair? Oh, I'm pretty sure I did. Oh, I'm pretty man. sure I did. Is that why you cut them? Um, that's not why I cut them, actually. But um, I'm glad I did. <laughs> but that's not why I cut them. But you know, like I said, I had those locks for a good 12, 13 years, and I loved oh, them. Wow. Like I loved them. They were, I mean, they still looked pretty and stuff. You know, I would like, you know. Um, perm rod them and stuff like that. Yeah, make them look pretty. I had them for my wedding and everything. Like I loved them, but after 13 years, I got tired of them personally, yeah. and I was like, I just want to do something different. So I went ahead and let my locks grow out to a good length to where I just um had a lot of new growth and got it cut off and got a nice little cute little pixie cut. It was so cute and so fly that lasted like six months because I don't like relaxers. <laughs> Literally six you months went back to the relaxer. I did because wow. you know with a pixie cut, you know, a pixie cut, like a cute little it got, yeah, it's short. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. you gotta have a relaxer for it to look cute and right, and you know, and so that's what I did. That lasted six months because I was like, I can't keep doing the whole relaxer thing again, as well as I don't like doing my hair. So all that curling and all that heat and stuff is I was like, no, we ain't doing this. You gotta let that go. Yep. So after six months, what I did was I just started doing um crochet, like crochet uh, styles Your in locks? my hair. Oh, okay, okay. Um, with the with the uh you know with the red with hair. hair. Yeah, and that's what Desiree said you use a crochet styling as well. Is that how you Desiree like you transitioned into locks or you just one day had twists and then so I've been natural for about 15 years. Okay. So I would blow it out. I would twist it because I don't know the 4C. I'm a little tougher than the 4C real course, but a head full of hair. doesn't matter how, how it's just hair. Just full. So, yeah. So I would let them braid it and then they would just crochet, you know, the, the hair mm-hmm. on top of that. Um, yeah. So was it was it a big did you feel like going from how you were wearing your loose natural hair to having locks was a big transition or it kind of kind of flowed into where you I think it just flowed in. I was just really I was just really ready. Um yeah. 
with the weaves, the cost, the padding, it always itched. I did like it on my skin. It would just itch all the time. So it was always tied up, tied up. And it was just, yeah. why? You yeah. know what I mean? It was really just, why am I doing this? Wow. To sit here in public and going. Hitting your head. <laughs> Kelly, did because you. Because it's itching. <laughs> right. Did, Kelly, did you also wear like styles that was like covering up your natural hair? Or you were always Never. natural styles and then kind of flowed into having lots of. I was always hair. natural. I did two strand twists for a long time. And sometimes. A lot of times I would add hair and get the two strand twist extensions, but it looked really nice until I really found one that matched my own hair, the, the grays and the silvers and the texture. But um, I want to say it was a smooth transition, but not necessarily because I had a lot of I had a lot of excessive dry scalp and itching. But a lot of that from a loose natural is because I really relied on products to moisturize my hair and to go in the other direction and not have it. My hair was like, wait a minute, what, what are you What's, doing? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, so that wasn't very smooth. But what I did like the most was I really could, because they were really tiny two-strand twists, and they had the little curls on the end. And yeah. I, I loved it. It was really pretty. And I didn't even know that that was my hair texture because I'm, you know, I was going through some menopause, so some changes in hair texture. And so I, I never knew what my natural hair would look like. It had lost like natural curl or any definition. So um, I liked it. It's just now it's going through another transition where it's really thinning and really? oh, really problematic. And so it's thinning and my lactation is trying to fix and repair. So I I don't know. That's the only reason why I think if I'm not able to really bring them back, that I might have to start over. But it's not yeah. a problem for me to. Well, it is a problem. In the past, as a loose natural, because I have a thyroid issue, so my hair would grow really well and be really thick and nice, and then it would thin. And so I would have to big chop it. I big chopped it a lot, and it didn't matter. Um I don't want to cut these locks. It's very right. different to cut loose natural hair than it is to cut these that I have been babying and cultivating so carefully. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a lot to consider. I feel like when you're managing your health and then it's also reflected in your hair. So can we, can we spend some time talking about regimens and what it looks like? I know, Kelly, you talked about costs being a big thing. Uh, Brittany, Desiree, are you DIY or are you kind of paying to go get your hair done? I've been going to my beautician for about 18 years. Mm -hmm. I may the have same one? Yes. I may have cheated on her once and it was just weird. <laughs> I just, people in your hair, you know, that bad vibe. I just, and she's just got really good vibes. And the day that I decided, she was like, I was just waiting because she is locked. Oh, wow. So she was like, I was just waiting. I figured I'd let you play all this time with all this stuff, but I knew you'd come. And she's never said you should try, but I did. And um, it's, I guess for me, it's more the myths that you're taught. Like, you're not supposed to put water in your hair. Don't put water. Well, that's not right. This is the healthiest my hair has ever felt. Like, it's like, where have you been? I mean, it's just not dry. It's not brittle. I have a bad habit. I just like to touch it right now because it's yeah. all just new and I'm not so <laughs> But it's, I, I, 
I, it's just I'm enjoying it. So, <laughs> um, what about me, you, Brittany? Yeah, yeah. So, um, for me, I do not do my own hair anymore. Um, <laughs> I go to my loctician, <laughs> and um, she actually interlocks my hair. So I love that a lot. Um, again, like like Desiree said, I literally just cheated on her this one time because I had to get some pictures done, and she wasn't available. So I went ahead and cheated on her and I just Ooh. got one ahead and got it palm rolled. But okay. as soon as I can get back in there, um, <laughs> but yeah, I get my interlocked. I love it. They stay very long and I don't have to go back to her for a good like three months for me. Three months. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. are you and, very low maintenance. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And she does a great job. Like she really tightens them up and you know, and they're not tight and everything like that. And um, as far as like what I put in my hair, I literally just put um water and oil. That's it. I, specifically the Miel uh, mint type of whatever that mint oil is. And I literally just put it in a spray bottle, shake it up and do that and spray it on there. And it works for me. Just and, you know, it like I wash my hair and stuff like that. But yeah. that's about it. How often do you wash your hair? How often do you shampoo? Now, see. You're gonna be upset with me. No, yeah, yeah, we ask the real <laughs> questions now, okay? But for me, like my hair really doesn't like because I do have drier type of hair. So for me, my hair, what I've noticed is that my hair does better when it's not washed as often. So okay. I might wash my hair like a good like every month, every month and a half. I know you sound, I know, I know what you're gonna say, but for me, like I've noticed, like with my hair, I'm just being honest, with yeah, my yeah. hair really. It really does help with the growth when it's not like so like washed out and stuff like because I use a clarifying shampoo every time I wash it. Absolutely. But, you got locks. You have to clarify. Yeah, I yes. use a clarifying shampoo every time I wash it. Um, but I go ahead and just like moisturize it down real good with the oil and the water. And it really like it really helps it grow for me. So that's just me. Okay. I mean that's Brittany's regimen. All right. So what works for others may not work for all. So yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly. How about you? What does your regimen look like? Are you are you um, going to get um, I wash, done? I wash every two weeks. Okay. And um, this has been the first time that I have had such problems. My hair has been so dry, brittle, brittle dry. So yeah. I wash every two weeks. Um, I use my moisturizer and I use my oil to seal it, my my crown elements. Thanks. Shipment is coming tomorrow. But and I also I wash and I use um it's not the conditioner, but it's yours. <laughs> I the use herbal both. treatment. Yeah, yes, I do. And I okay. use them both. I really do. Um but because I was having such problems, I got one of those little tub things so I could lay them in there and let them soak. Mm-hmm. I have bought, when I tell you, because I've got my steamer over there. I was going to say, do you have a steamer? Does everyone have a steamer? My hooded steamer, like the salon kind. Yes, I do. Yes. I, I do because when I say, and I don't know if this the winter, just too, because my air's dry. My new medication, yeah. they were starting to turn yellow when they were a nice silver. So I have been struggling. So I steam wow. um, when I wash it. And I wash every two weeks. And every other day, I use um, the moisturizer. And on the day that I don't, 
rose water because you know after you sleep at night I just to shake them out fluff them up that's the only thing that I do but this is just a really problematic time so just trying to figure out a new and different regimen to yeah to get them to bring them back to life yeah some of them are so short because this was so thin she kind of like brought this part up and use a little so some of them are like this long where they've been I don't know yeah silver hair I'll say just to interject silver hair is oftentimes um it is very nuanced for locking because the hair is unruly because it creeps because it gets fine and because it is lacking the melanin that gives it strength it is also weaker. So the regimens that are like general for just general like advice, like wash every two weeks, moisturize two to three times a day, that's probably not going to work for you because you have silver hair. Your regimen looks different. Same if you have scalp conditions or if you have um, thyroid or medical issues, medications, like all those factors affect the regimen as well. I do. So I have an appointment and it's so hard to get one. It's so far out, but I have a derm appointment, but my lactician and she's just, she's like family, but she's very clear. She's a lactician. She's not a licensed cosmetologist. And so there are some things that she might consult with other people to give me to try, but not a lot. She won't even wash my hair because she's not, and I would love her to wash it because I would rather not. <laughs> That's yeah. my truth to myself, but, um, you know, she j- that's not what she does. And so she oh, stays wow. where she is because she doesn't okay. want to cross those lanes where she knows yeah. that that's not what she does. So and I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, hey, know your boundaries. That is that is definitely good mm-hmm. um, to have. So everyone has a loctician that's supporting you on your journey. So um, being that someone else is like caring for your hair, what have you noticed on your lock journey personally? Like how has having locks changed your perspective in any way? Me? Yeah. I'm learning pa- patience. Patience. Um, slow down. Take care of myself. Um, really just a, lo- a lot more peace. Mm. You know, um, this is all just brand new experience. Um I think they say that you're in the, I'm in the ugly stage. I just say it's an awkward stage. Awkward. Um, it's, it's a learn, it's, it's a learning stage. It's a learning stage. I love that. Um, so I, I it just really learning about myself and being at peace with everything and just relaxing. Does your loctician encourage you to look for these lessons or you, you um, find that you notice them yourself? Like you just. I believe I'm I'm very in tune with, you know, research and talking to people. And I think since I've done this, I feel like we have our little community and I listen with my third ear. I know I'm not supposed to compare to this one, to that one, that this is me. So like my first two weeks, I was like, what have I done? Because <laughs> I'm so used to the edge control and the the hair not being out of place. But then I took a deep breath and I'm good. You got that patience. Yes. Brittany, how about you? You've been on this, this is your second ride. Mm -hmm. Um, This one, 
I'll say it was still it was still different because the first one was the first one for me was kind of hard because I was younger and I was branching out and doing something different that nobody else was doing. So that was hard in itself for that reason. But this one for me, it was hard because I was comparing it to my first set of locks. Mm -hmm. I know crazy. Um, I was comparing myself, these locks to my first set of locks, as well as to other people (laughs) that I would see on like YouTube and stuff. And I'll be like, man my hair don't look like that and then like the grow like the growing out process so um it's same kind of same as Desiree like just like really being patient with my hair um and just being like you know it's still growing it's not like all the way fully locked yet um even though I've had them for about a year um but I'm just like you know what this is my hair you know I love my hair I actually I love locks so I just have to like embrace my hair and just, you know, day by day, you know, if I feel like they ain't looking right, then I'm going to fluff them up some more, <laughs> you know, <laughs> get them to look right, you know. <laughs> but if I feel like they looking, if they, if I feel like they're not looking right, just I literally tell myself, like, it's okay. This is your hair and your hair is your hair, you know, and just love you and love your hair. And it's so funny because actually, I actually inspired my um, first lady at my church to get locks. And she said I was her lock crush. And I said, oh, look at that. So good. <laughs> she, she, she literally just started hers. And she was like, yeah, you know, my lock teacher told me don't compare yourself to your lock crush. And she was like, was like every time I see you, Brittany, I'd be like, oh, when is my hair going to look like that? And I was like, oh, really? I feel so good. <laughs> I love that. So good. But, um, but yeah, so just, just the journey or whatever, just, you know, trusting the process, like you said, watching my hair grow, um, just even looking back at pictures that I've taken, you know, from when I first started them to now and just seeing how much they've grown and how much they've like fluffed up. It's encouraging. So that's what I try to rely on. It's like, okay, let me look, let me look back these, at these pictures, you know? Right. And just spend time trusting the process and look, you're out here inspiring people to start their journey yeah. by just existing. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Kelly, have you noticed any any lessons, any life lessons coming up for you along your lock journey? Um, this is what I owe myself. I spend a lot of time giving to other people. And this is something that I do for myself. Now, my mother, she's older. Oh, your hair when it was straight. And how long are you going to keep that? And you're going to get it done again. And how much does that cost? And it's expensive. It's really not that expensive. <laughs> but even if it is, this is something that I owe myself. And that's part of the reason why I'm not a do-it-yourself or I like to sit back. And this is what I want. And it's something that makes me feel good about myself. And I owe it to myself. And if I let something else slide so I can get something done, then that's what I do because I owe that to myself. So I love that. I love how your locks inspire you to prioritize or practice self-care and remind mm-hmm. you that, hey, maybe I'm not going out to lunch this week so that mm-hmm. I can get my hair done um, because it makes you feel good. Just mm-hmm. having your hair groomed and cultivated. That is a great reminder Um, And it comes through your hair and your crown. So as we conclude our episode, before we go, I would I would like to ask if each of you could just go around and share um, a word of advice or wisdom for that woman who is considering starting locks, but is unsure. 
what advice would you give to them? Oh, to just do it. I, I don't, I, I will say I have lot crushes, but just because I like it and it's beautiful on them, I don't, I, I tell my lactician cause she's on her second set of locks. Comparison is the thief of joy. Um, just do it and love it because it's you, it's unique and no one else's will look like yours. And you can embrace that. It's what I've told my younger students. Oh, bad hair day. No, put on big earrings, lip gloss, and act like I meant to do that. That is the beauty okay. of our hair. That's what we do. So just just do it. And you, you'll be so glad that you did. Yes. I love that. And Desiree, I feel like you, coming from the perspective of someone who's always like changed their hair, done new things, wigs, weaves, styles, what advice would you give to that woman who's unsure about starting locks, maybe they're questioning the versatility of having their hair locked. I would say believe in yourself and don't let anybody disturb your groove. Do you? Yes. It's just all about you. And I think, you know, growing up, we tend to please or let them, let people tell us what we're supposed to look like and what we're supposed to do. And then those people do what they want to do. <laughs> so do you and don't look back. Mm, and that. on that journey, you'll enjoy it. I'm telling you. You'll discover new parts of yourself. Absolutely. That you didn't even know were there. So I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And Brittany, to you, the person who's like, ah, you know what? I'm tired of doing my hair. <laughs> But I don't know if I can get locks. What would you say to them, Brittany? Um, I would say to number one, to do your research. That's what I would say. That's number one. Um, do your research, make sure that this is really what you want to do. Um, and if you find yourself on that fence of like, I think I want to, but I don't know, then just take the plunge. Like if you've done your research. If you've looked at every type of locks there are to look at, you know, every type of method that you can start, but you still are hesitant, I would just say take the plunge and just go in, you know, head first type of thing. Just dive on in <laughs> and um, just trust. Number one, trust your instincts, trust yourself, trust that, you know, that you're making the best decision for yourself and for your hair. And when it gets hard to really just look yourself in the mirror and just say, you are beautiful, your hair is beautiful, and your hair will grow the way that it's supposed to grow. And it's your hair. And um, like Kelly said, and even Desiree, don't compare yourself to anybody. Don't even compare yourself to the way that your hair used to look because that that will mess you up. <laughs> right. You compare like, yourself to yourself. <laughs> don't compare yourself to your hair and box braids. Don't compare yourself to your hair and weave. Don't compare yourself to your hair and micro braids. Like, don't compare yourself to yourself because this is a new journey that you're starting. This is a new thing that you're embarking on. And it truly is a process. And you just have to trust that that you, you know, that the inner beauty in you will come out. So mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying. Oh my gosh. I love all of that. This is amazing words of wisdom. Thank you all so much for sharing your journey. The small version of your journey. Of course, like I, 
Thank you. I'm, I'm grateful that we have this platform, this opportunity to be able to share our journeys in this way. The, the way, Brittany, you've inspired someone to start locks that's like right next to you. You don't know who you're reaching right now online by just showing up. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Truly appreciate you, go, uh, you being here with me. And I hope that you will come back and share more as you continue to grow and evolve and learn more about yourself and your locks along the journey. Thank you. All yes, right. You. Of course. And with that, I truly appreciate you for being here, listening, watching this episode of the Trust the Process podcast. It was a good conversation, great insight. Hopefully, this inspired you. If you learned something, if you if something resonated with you, make sure you head over to the YouTube channel. If you're already watching live, write what inspired you in the comments. Like leave that gem in the comment section because you never know who's going to stumble upon this video, who's going to stumble upon your comment, who just needs a little word of wisdom. Maybe they don't have time to watch the whole episode, but because you shared what resonated with you and what inspired you, you can help somebody else. I truly appreciate you. Please like the video, subscribe. If you are not a part of my digital text club, definitely make sure you join the digital text club. And if you're looking for hair care for your locks, check out crownelements.com where you'll find all hair care specifically for locks. Okay, the Crown Elements is a botanical holistic hair care brand that was formulated by me um, because the community needed products that were plant based and also healing and nourishing for the hair and scalp. So you can find more about the products at crownelements.com. Make sure you come back next Thursday, 8 p.m. for another episode of Trust the Process podcast. And with that, I am wishing you peace, love, and good vibes. Good night. <laughs>